everyone. Hope you were doing good. Yep. We're excited to be back on another episode of the Sea Time Money Podcast. Mm-hmm. And today's is kind of, it's a little bit based off of a question I got. Somebody was asking if I would share kind of my process for learning things. And uh, if you know me, you know that I love learning. He does. I love learning like, uh, I don't know, Linda loves chocolate, chocolate chips. How many chocolate chips have you eaten today, darling? About five. That's her snack of choice right now. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Oh, milk. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate chips. Anyway, so we are discussing, yeah, my exact strategy I use to learn about money because there's so many different facets of money and and things to learn about it. But then also... Okay, so the question came in basically saying, how did you learn all this stuff about money? Is that no, what you're saying? just more about like, what's your what's your process for learning new things? Okay. And just continuing to expand your horizons and whatever the thing else might be. <laughs> Didn't we watch like a Tim Ferriss thing? Where you talk about learning? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of great strategies and techniques. Where he um, was like, would take a week to learn something. And at the end, he had like, he had to do oh, something about yeah, it. Yeah, he had a TV show where part of the challenge was, can he learn how to do something uh well, at, in a very, very short amount of time. Mm. He and, had to learn how to play drums, and then he had to play And that was just atrocious. Drums. That was <laughs> terrible. That was the one that you were like, this is awful. Well, but maybe that's because you know some, something about drums. Yes. <laughs> I've been a musician, and I... I wonder if the yeah. uh, the people who would have seen him, like, he did one of, like, being a race car driver. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I wonder if people who knew something about that would be like, oh, no. I suspect is. that all of them were like that. Well, yeah, if you know something, like, you can't, it's just a week. Yeah. But the point is, like, some of them, for sure, he made a significant amount of progress in a very short time. So, like, one of them, he was actually learning a new language. And by the end of the week, he had to go be interviewed in that language. Oh, my gosh. And answer questions. And uh, anyway. I mean, there's just no, like, that's very quantifiable. Drums, to me, is a little bit less. Yeah. But yeah. I just a listen language, to it. It's, it's like, like you're, dude, either, you're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you're terrible every week. <laughs> you're either saying the right words or you're not. And also, yeah. I think it'd be interesting, someone who has a natural inclination towards music, maybe he doesn't. I yeah, don't know. No, I, no, I agree. Because that is a factor for sure, especially mm-hmm. with uh, drums. Everybody's you know. good at different things. Yeah. So. Anyway, anyway is any of that in here? Uh, <laughs> any I mean, of those tips? We're talking about it now, so it's kind of in here. But. <laughs> Anyway, so I want to break this out a little bit, uh, how I approach different things. And really, it comes down to like two different um, categories of learning. So for the first one is when I'm learning something I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's the first kind of, I have a different approach for that than things that I know a decent amount about. You know? Right. So in his case, a lot of what he did on that show were things that he knew nothing he about. He knew nothing about. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I might have, because like, yeah, I've, I've read a good number of his books and yeah, probably some of what we're talking about here is influenced by him and a whole bunch of other people because, mm-hmm. again, that's what learning is. It's taking, you're staying on other people's shoulders and things that you've learned, and you'll see how all those pieces connect together and what I'm saying here. But but anyway, let's talk first about how I learn things where I know nothing about them and what okay. that process looks like. So for me, it's like when my four-year-old dumps the, bo- the puzzle on the ground, all the puzzle pieces on the ground, the box, like opens mm-hmm. the top of the box, dumps it on the ground. And so when I know nothing about something, that's where I start. Flip the pieces over. Yeah, flip the pieces over and really just start looking looking for the two pieces that have red on them. 
You know what I mean? Yes. Or oh, let or, me turn off the. Or in the air. case of, you know, if like on his one of his puzzles he keeps doing, there's a, or a tiger on there, and so there's this really distinct pattern of the tiger, and so it's like, all right, look for the pieces where all of there's tiger where it's like you know that right. these pieces connect. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so. As I begin learning about something that I know nothing about, it starts there where I will listen to, uh, you know, I'll watch YouTube videos, I'll read articles, I'll listen to podcasts, whatever on this topic. And I'm just looking for common threads to be able to connect any piece of information between what I'm hearing. Okay. You know so saying? can you give me, a, can you give us a really practical example of that? Yeah, I will. But let me real quick before okay. we get there. So what that looks like is uh, I'm not trying to understand everything i'm trying to see multiple people talk about it and see what the overlap is to get to really just get a lay of the land mm-hmm. i think that's probably the best way to describe it i'm trying to get a lay of the land rather than to have a full understanding gotcha. and and that's what it is with the puzzle like what you're doing is we're connecting some pieces we might be looking for the corners or the flat pieces to start to get some structure to our understanding mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so, so it's the same type of thing. So, for example, one thing that I learned about just within the last few months was, um, you're going to find this to be funny, but um, macronutrients in the soil. Okay. So I've had a garden. Yes. I've been gardening for 10 years. I'm not surprised by this. We've been talking a lot about this actually at our yeah, house. I know because I've been learning about it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I've had a garden for a long time and our garden at our house that we've been at the last few years just hasn't been performing well like things just aren't growing as well as i think they should be and right anyway and this got all got me started like down a path of trying to figure out why Mm -hmm. uh in which led me to you know so part of that was the the learning there just like learning why and as i started learning why because this is the other thing about learning is it's like walking down a path at night with a flashlight on it's like you know, or point at a flashlight point at your feet. Like you can only you so, see so far ahead. Yeah. Flashlight. Thank you. You're okay. so good at correcting me. <laughs> it's, just, um, it's just funny. I feel like it's funny sometimes. Okay. Well, thank you. But for yes, fixing pointing it. straight down at your feet. Yeah. Like you can only see just a little bit so in front far of you. In front of right? you. Yes. And so uh, I didn't know anything about macronutrients until I began uh, researching, like, why are my plants not growing as well as they should? Blah, blah, blah. And then it pops up. It's like, oh, well, the macronutrients might be off. Like, you might not have enough of this or that. I'm like, okay, great. I know nothing about that. So I'm going to begin my journey of learning about that. And then then I did. And so, and for anybody who's curious, uh, nitrogen, phosphate, potassium are like the three main. And so every bag of fertilizer you ever see, there'll be three numbers on them. And that represents how much nitrogen, uh, phosphorus, I think it is, and potassium. And I'm, I'm very early in the learning curve here. I'm not an expert. But point is, uh, so when you buy a bag of fertilizer, it has how much it has for each of those things and so that you can help the plants accordingly based on what you're providing them. So anyway, in all this, I discovered, um, you know, as I was just watching more YouTube videos, reading articles, everything else about this, I discovered, okay, well, I need to do some testing. I need to test my soil to mm-hmm. find out what my macronutrients are to see if they're actually off because it really... I came to learn that everyone should be doing this and you really shouldn't even fertilize without knowing because if you're really high in nitrogen oh. and then you give a fertilizer that has more nitrogen, it's actually going to make it worse. You oh. know? So 
And so I've been doing it wrong all these years. You know, I've been fertilizing and not knowing what to do. And so I tested my soil and it turns out it's like we are way super low on nitrogen and we have to add nitrogen to the soil. We're low on nitrogen? Super What's low. the one we're high on? Um, I think it's phosphorus. I, I was, was going to say phosphorus. But anyway, so we're just like our, our soil is just completely screwed up. And so we're super, super low on nitrogen and then we're super high on phosphorus. I think that's what it is. And, and so now we have to, you know, work to kind of solve that problem. But anyway, back to the learning facet of all this, mm-hmm. it's like that was kind of my journey into that and in how that unpacked and unfolded and just identifying the problem and then began watching multiple YouTube videos, hearing different people talk about this, how they've solved it, and even down to the testing. I watched multiple videos and articles and looked at different tools for testing the soil and started looking for the common threads, common denominators, and then that helped me make a good decision for what I what tool would be best for me to test our soil and how to do it quickly, you know, and effectively and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, and then your learning process just continues, you know, and I'm very much in that beginner f- part of understanding all of this. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of the beginning phase when you know nothing about something. Mm-hmm. Does that all make sense? Yeah. Am I saying this clear enough? So where did you start for that? Did you go straight to YouTube? Yeah, I mean, for me, I... Like, how do you decide which one? To I don't know. Go it kind of depends on what the topic is, and and I don't, I don't know that I have a quick rule of thumb for this, but but I like going to YouTube, uh, when I have a little bit of time because I feel like a lot of times the video is going to take ten minutes, or even if right. you're watching it two x speed, right? To to process through. And again, like the point is to find connecting dots. So I don't want to just watch one video. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just read one article, but. Uh, but it will depend on what the topic is. So, so this was a mix of both. I was reading a bunch of articles because articles, I feel like I can process through a lot quicker. Find right. the what are the you're a fast reader. Yeah, you, I can you, look normally at, they're bullet pointed and stuff, right? Yeah, and I can look at three different articles and identify. All right, where are the three pieces of red in this puzzle that are all connecting mm-hmm. and start connecting those dots? And with the video, I feel like it takes a little bit longer, but I have the time. You know, I feel like there's. A lot more information and, and especially like in terms of gardening, which I, you know, spend a lot of time on YouTube, like learning about gardening. And there's a lot there where I think it's just more valuable on YouTube. Right. You know, like if we're talking about how to um, save seeds from tomatoes or something like that. Yeah. It's like you can read an article about this, but watching someone do it <laughs> and right. watching their process, it's just more helpful, more valuable. You know? Yeah. So it depends on that. Okay, so that's the first thing. When learning about something that I know nothing about. Next okay. thing is learning about things that I um, know a good bit about, but just want to continue to get better and continue to refine my craft, continue to just become okay. sharper and more knowledgeable. And 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 I I'll first do an aside here that I think there's a lot of people who who have a good enough mindset, and uh, I just, that just doesn't resonate with me. Uh, I just kind of, I, I like thinking of things through the parable of the talents, and I don't like the good enough. I believe that God has given us gifts. I believe that he has given us abilities, and he's given us time as a resource. He's given us all kinds of resources, and I want to make the absolute most of everything that he has entrusted to me. And so, uh, so yeah, so whatever it is that I'm doing, I want to do it heartily as unto the Lord, mm-hmm. and I want to get better at it. And I right. want to just continually be getting better at it. And so that's why I want to learn about things that I'm already decent at or fairly good at. You know what I mean? Yes. And just to clarify, 
Because you had, in my mind, like when you first said that, I was like, hold on. Because you do have a really good threshold for, okay, this is good enough for now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, this is one of those topics that I don't, for to solve this problem, I don't need to become an expert for. Yes. But and that, that doesn't that is mean an you stop learning in general. That's an important point to make. Right? I, okay, yeah. Because there are things that I need a working knowledge on. Well, so, for example, like this macronutrient thing. Like, I don't need to become the world's best expert at this. Right. Like, I just, for me, in our garden, I just need to know enough to fix the problem. Right. Like, I don't have to be able to go give a 60 minute presentation on this. Like, right. I just don't have to be that level of expert. And that would be a waste of time for me to do that with what I do, you know, right. For a living and to take care of our family and everything because else. It would take away from, it would take away from the most important thing that right. I should be focusing on. Yes. And so, th and that's, that's a really good point. So what I mean by that specifically is, uh, what are those things God put you on the earth to do? Um, and, so Lean focusing your energy in into that. on leaning in, leaning your energy yeah. into. Okay. Yeah. So, so coming practically and save speaking, save the good enough for the things that are more. Yeah. Secondary pickleball is another one. You know, within the last year, I've learned how to play pickleball, and I it's really have fun. tried to get better at pickleball year and, and learn. Year and a half. Yeah, whatever it's been. And, and so, yeah, so I've watched plenty of YouTube videos just looking at different strategy and different things um, with my pickleball swing and everything else and uh and yeah and that's one of those things where it's like i i would like to get better i want to continue to get better i want to but i also know that that isn't the highest and best use of my time uh for me to be you know an expert pickleball player you know right so well it's just not what god has called you to do not right? yet not yet <laughs> we'll see what he's got next year though <laughs> so wouldn't that be funny if I became a pro pickleball player? I, I will tell you, pickleball is a great double date activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. It really is. We've done a lot of double dates, pickleball double dates. Mm -hmm. So we got a couple we need to schedule too. We should have we should have a seed time pickleball tournament, co-ed pickleball tournament. What do you think about that? Wow. We just I don't invite, think I'd make it very far, but we just invite I'd, I'd everybody in the seed time community down in Nashville and we just have a big tournament. Would that be cool? That would be fun. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Anyway. Okay. So for these who's items, in? <laughs> who's know. in? Let us know if you want to come. Uh, so for these items where it's like, I feel like I know something about this and I want to move forward on it. Like these types of things, I'm looking for diamonds to mine, right? It's kind of like a mindset thing. Um, as well like so, so i would say there's two different things here so i'm looking for diamonds and specific nuggets that i can get out of the author or the creator whoever's teaching mm -hmm. uh as well as the mindset of how they think about it okay okay and and really i'm looking to see how do they think about this differently than i do hmm. okay uh and i think the yeah. thing here is that we all have blind spots and so those who are and this is why the best athletes in the world have coaches because yeah. you can't see everything, you know? Well, and I will also, like, I just am even thinking about this in motherhood and how helpful it is to have a grandma, whether it is in your own family or not, yeah. watch your kids and notice things about them and kind of be like, yeah, that is the behavior that you should focus on. And that's the behavior that it'll sort itself yeah. out. 
Yeah. It's so helpful. Yeah. But go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, I guess what I'm getting at there is I want to know how this person is thinking about things. So, so again, coming back to something like that I feel pretty competent in, I might be watching a YouTube video where it's like I know 80%, 90%, maybe even 95% of what the person is talking about. Mm. But there might be something in the way they're communicating it that shows me, wow, they're thinking about that differently than I am. Oh, and what yeah. can I learn from how they're thinking about that? Or uh, there might be one little nugget in there that they say, or I'm reading between the lines because I do know a lot about what they're talking about, uh, where they share one little nugget. And that one nugget, because I know a lot about it, can move me forward, propel me forward so much further. Mm-hmm. And I've had this happen so many times. And there's so many people that miss this because they'll start watching a video or taking a class and just be like, I know all this. I'm out of here. I'm not going to waste my time on this. Yeah. And that is, uh, I mean, and there's a time for that. I'm not saying that you go read 100 books where you know everything on already. But but there is a mining that can take place where you can unearth some diamonds uh, but a lot of times it's like you just have to dig through a lot of stuff that you are already aware of and you already understand in order to find that thing. Mm-hmm. And I've had this happen a lot to me. Yeah. Um, you know, actually thinking about a, a guy's book that he wrote, kind of a business book. Uh, he had a similar path as me in terms of the type of business he built and everything else like that. And I and I read his book and, and I, I always have that same knee jerk, like, oh, should I really read this? I feel like I probably know a lot about this, but... But he's had a good amount of success, and I'm like, he's achieved a lot. He's accomplished a lot. Like, I can learn from him. There's mm-hmm. something here, you know? And so I read the book and ended up reading the whole book, and I probably could have written 95% of the book because it's so similar to what I do, but I got both of those two things. Like, there was a mindset thing that I got out of him where it's like, wow, I like how you think about that. I haven't thought mm-hmm. about that that way. That is really helpful to shift my perspective on that. And then the other thing, there were one or two nuggets where it's like, that is an awesome tactical thing that I can take right now and apply to wow. our business and it's going to move us forward. And it was buried deep down mm-hmm. in this book, and I would have never known that it was there. And I actually had actually another book from another peer um, who I've known for a long time and had a similar business, and I read his book, and it was the same way, where the the pride in me is like, well, we're peers. Like, should I really read his book? And, and anyway, and so I'm really glad that, like, because that's the whole thing about is learning amazing. is it requires humility. Like, if you yeah. are prideful and think you know it all, like, you're, you can't learn in that state. Like, if there's a humility that's required to learn, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I'm even just thinking about Yeah, the humility that's required is just a really good point because if you are looking for a solution and you think nothing will work, you will Mm -hmm. never find the solution because it is possible that somebody does actually have a solution, but because you won't listen to anyone else because you think you know everything already, you'll never find the solution. And I've done it myself, and I've been on the receiving end of it where I'm like, I could just help you if you would just listen to this one piece of information. Yeah, and there's an optimism and hope that I think is required as well because when you have tried something a dozen times and it's just failed one after another, it's easy to think that there is no solution here. Mm -hmm. And and so it requires that hope and that faith, you know, and all these pieces kind of connected together Mm -hmm. uh, in in order to have a chance for it to work. Yeah, you know, for you for you to even be able to see the thing that could work, you know. So humility, 
I feel like is your number one point. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's a big point. But but also, as you're bringing this up, that that hope and optimism as well. I think those are yeah. connected in this equation. So there's another piece to this that um, I want to highlight because I think this is really important as well, especially in 2023 or really the rest of our, the rest of our time. Like we, our world is so information is so easy to come by that it's not about it's not about getting information anymore. Which some people have that problem, and that's kind of what those first two that we talked about solve is well like just where opening, to start yeah like opening yourself up to actually getting the information because finding the answer is not not a challenge mm-hmm. like with the internet it's just not difficult anymore like mm-hmm. you can find the answer to pretty much any problem and and so that's not the challenge but the challenge right now is sequencing the information and sequencing what you're learning okay and it's more important than it has ever been and i think it's just going to be increasingly important and so the order with which you learn things is really, really important. And so, for example, in our business right now, you know, we have business goals that we're trying to reach. We have things that we're trying to do. Uh, and there are a million and one ways to do that. And mm-hmm. I can sit here and read books about whatever, about uh, how to use Facebook ads and how to do social media marketing on Instagram and and how to go to TikTok and how to improve our um email list and how to improve our SEO and like all these different facets of our business, I can like be learning about all these different things, or I can step back uh, or step up and look at the big picture and look at our business, look at the long-term objectives, and then figure out what is the sequence that I need to learn these different things in order to reach the goal. Mm -hmm. Because so many people get this out of whack and they just start learning whatever comes to them first or whatever's in front of them at the moment and then just bounce around from thing to thing. And so there's a distraction component there, but there's also a, when you can see it at a high level of the order with which I learn these things matters. So kind of don't learn multiplication and division before you learn addition and subtraction. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really simple thing that is simple and obvious because it's easy to see that that one builds on the other. Right. But with business, for example, it's a lot more, it's a lot more complicated to figure out what that sequence needs to be. And so it's not an easy problem to solve at all. But but any attempt that you make towards sequencing can be really, really helpful. Hmm. And so part of the way I've handled this is, uh, and I've talked about this in another podcast, and how I manage my, my time and my to-do list and how I have a quarterly approach to handling all this. But basically, for these big projects, so for example, like our site, our website used to rank really well in Google, and we got tons of search engine traffic, and we've just done nothing on the SEO side for many, many years, and it's something I want to get back into and focus more time on, and we just haven't done that at all. Uh, but I know that there is a time for us to do that, uh, and and anyway, and so like that's, but I also know it's not right now. And so the question is, all right, well, when am I going to deal with it? How am I going to push it down the road? far enough that I'll see it again and not forget about it forever. But also, um, yeah, I want to make sure I'm going to see it, but then also not forget about it. And, right. Yeah. And so that comes down to like the quarterly business planning process. And it, I don't know, probably nine months ago or so we did a podcast on that. And you can check out if you want to find out more. But but anyway, point is, in all this, is just the sequencing of things really, really matters and how you're learning something. Mm-hmm. Um, so does that make sense? Yeah. You got it? I got it. I'm done. I don't need any more information. Done. You got to figure it out. All right. So, how are you going to apply this? 
Because I don't. Do you know? Do you know that I do this? You think about it this way. I mean, I know we talk about it a little bit in. I didn't know about the sequencing thing. I mean, it makes sense, but I just, I didn't know that it was a conscious. Yeah, and I, I think it. From, yeah, I just really think you. it's becoming more and more important. Or I think it's really important. I guess that's what I'm coming down to. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I, yeah, it's so easy. And so, for example, my bookshelf. I have all these books I want to read, and that is also. I'm trying to sequence it out. And I'm trying to read books only when I'm actually going to use the information that's in them. Yeah. Because I've done that before, too, where I'll be reading books that aren't relevant to the problem I'm trying to solve right now with our business. And then that just points me in another direction. And now I'm chasing another shiny object here or opportunity over here. Rather than this is the problem I'm dealing with. Where is the book or books or podcasts or mm-hmm. whatever, YouTube, that's going to help me solve this problem that I'm dealing with right now? Yeah. And I mean, this is really something I think we've learned with teaching the kids, like being homeschooling parents, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, in the traditional school world, they're like, you learn this, this, then you do this and this and that, you know. And what has been nice about having the freedom to do things a little bit more on the kids' own timeline is, well, they only have Velcro shoes right now, so they don't really need to learn how to tie their shoes. But mm-hmm. once they get, once they are like really interested and excited about having a pair of shoes that they can tie, yeah. then they'll learn how to tie those shoes really fast, you know. And just a lot of, there's a lot of things like yeah. that, I think. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That it does, it makes so much more sense when you're ready to apply it and when you are excited to apply it. Well, yeah. You'll one, learn a lot more and you'll learn a lot faster. One specific thing that I'm thinking about, too, with that was when we taught uh, our oldest to learn how to swim, right? Didn't we teach him at the end of summer or something oh, like that? Yeah, we and then he him. couldn't practice again to the next summer yeah. and he forgot it all. And it's like, in hindsight, we should have just done that slightly differently. But, yeah. Yes. So, th- so that's I think it's a great example of kind of wasted effort in some yeah. ways. And it's like, I don't regret doing it. You know, we teach him to save his life. But but the point <laughs> is, is that the sequence of that could have been more efficient and could have been yes. stuck better. You Whereas know? our, you know, we taught our six-year-old to swim this summer and our four-year-old decided he wanted to learn to swim too. And in my head, I was like, nah, it's too early. It's too early. But he was so determined. And, and we, we had all summer long. We had all summer long. And that kid learned how to swim this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so. it's it's interesting how how that works, and I think leaning into that just makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I want to hear from you. Uh, if you have ideas that you want to share, like I again, I'm a learner, and so I want to hear your ideas. If you're like, we're not Bob, too proud, Bob. I like your idea there. This is what I do, and this is my approach. Like, share mm-hmm. it on Instagram. Send a, send me a DM. Let me know. Um, send us an email, bob at seedtime.com. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts on this. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't left a review uh, on the podcast, we would appreciate it. (laughs) We would absolutely appreciate it. We would love it. Helps a lot. And share this with anybody who needs it. It Yeah, it helps us, but it also helps other people find the podcast. Yeah. 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 So please leave a review. And we're going to give you 50 points. Smash that subscribe button. We're going to give you 50 points if you... I've been doing this with my kids a lot. Just saying, you're going to get 100 points if you do that. And they're like, yes, yes. yes." What are the points for? Don't ask. (laughs) We'll let you know when you get enough. We'll let you know when you can cash them in. (laughs) Anyway, you guys are awesome. Have a good day. See ya. 
All right, we want to know if you've heard about our flagship class called True Financial Freedom. Yeah, and if you haven't, it's more than just a money class. Mm -hmm. It's really about fulfilling your God-given purpose, breaking free from hidden money beliefs, and making a lasting impact. Yeah, and we've gotten feedback from students and they've said things like, it is the first class I've taken where at the end of each session, I felt equipped and not burdened. Yeah, and it's less theory and more realistic action steps and guidance. We've also heard it felt like a conversation with friends, which is awesome. Yeah, and it encouraged me in ways I didn't think I would ever experience. This class is on demand and it's designed for churches and small groups as well as individuals. And you can get all the details at seedtime.com slash TFF.